Shalom, this is Reb Yarad bin Emmet again, your humble host of the Torah Watchman Show podcast edition. The talking points continue on. Bok Hashem. I read an interesting article. Uh, it was kind of buried a little bit uh, in the R7 uh, Israeli uh, National News. And um, it, re- it reminded me of something uh, that's a pain point for me, arguing point, about how Temple Mount is managed, controlled, you know, har But the title of this podcast is Chief Rabbi Restores Sign Warning Jews Not to Transverse Temple Mount, Not to Access It, Don't go, You Go Up There, You Will Not Have a Mitzvah on the Way Back. What am I talking about? No, I'm not slamming orthodoxy. I'm a proud Orthodox Jew by heritage and a Hasidic Jew. In fact, my wife, uh, if we get any arguments at all, is about my ultra-orthodoxy look and the way I act and behave and how I look at the, uh, the rule book of Halakha and, and, uh, and Melakot, the rules and Shabbat and everything else. But when I... You know, there is a need for personal accountability within Judaism. Um, uh, even among rabbis, rabbis are just human beings. They're failed human beings just like I am. Um, they uh, attended yeshiva. They uh, gained uh, organization to their smicha. And, um, you know, they uh, have lived righteous lives, evidently, uh, in their titles and duties, whatever it may be. I mean, you can have a rabbi for a medical doctor, a plumber, uh, even an astronaut, uh, or you can, the typical role, you know, you manage a synagogue and a bima and davening. But in the case of Israel, in the way they're, they're, they're governed, you have actually, you have dual governance, you have primary government, of course, is the Knesset, and all the, the members of, 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 of that Knesset. Then, of course, you have the chief uh, rabbi council there, and they are subdivided um, among other different rabbis of different philosophical and theological views. Well, uh, the chief rabbi that I'm speaking about here, and let me bring up his name. And again, I'm not demonizing him. I'm just reporting what he's saying, and I'm going to ask you at the end of this podcast, what is, what is your opinion on this, okay? So the sign prohibiting the Jewish amount, I'm sorry, prohib- prohibiting Jewish visits to Temple Mount is restored. Um, evidently, historically, since 1967, and I did not know this, because unfortunately I've not had the opportunity to go to Israel before, and this is a small detail kind of thing. I, it's not a huge sign, but it is fairly predominant if you go to the Western Wall. It's like a warning point there. Most observant Jews that go to the Western Wall, they pray first for cleanliness, yeah, uh, and holiness and righteous thinking and everything else in your heart, so mind, body. Uh, before you go to Temple Mount, because it's considered the most holy um, artifact, most holy site in Judaism, even though we have almost close to zero control of the Temple Mount because of our stupid, stupid choices we made in 1967, leading up to 1994, giving all command and control of, of Temple Mount, Har Habayit, all access points there, uh, forget building a temple there, uh, the Mo- Muslims that beat you to it, they have at least five uh, mosques there in addition to the Dome of the Rock there. Um, you know, and they made those agreements and they signed the status quo with Jordan and the Grand Mufti, 
Not the king of the universe has the command and control decisions over Temple Mount. So where am I going? Well, let me read this article. Okay, the traditional signage at the entrance to Temple Mount warning Jews from going to the mountain, Mount Moriah, was removed from and by an unknown source, okay? I don't know if this is like uh, tongue-in-cheek or a game or something. I don't know. A lot of people find it um, uh, offensive, if not discriminatory, okay? Um, uh, Israel makes millions of dollars a year off of tourism. And as you know, every... Uh, every breed of human pretty much goes to Israel and they love to see the historical site of Temple Mount for various, various reasons. May God be the judge there, okay? Yes, they're Christians, they're Gentiles, they're Jews, they're secular, liberal, Orthodox, uh, modern Orthodox, Chabad, uh, and all people want to go there that are Jewish because you have that call in your nefesh to go there. I have that call within me too. But you want to do it orderly and respectfully. And I agree with the chief rabbis on this. You should not go there uh, to play um, a soccer match like uh, the Arab kids do left and right across it. They don't care about the holiness of Temple Mount. They don't even uh, uh, pray toward uh, the Dome of the Rock that they insist it must stay there as a symbol of occupation that goes back before uh, the Ottomans into the days of the Persians caliphate there. But, you know, they don't, when they pray, when they kneel and pray, they pray toward uh, Mecca. Um, they don't even think about that, okay? They are actually enjoying and, uh, the uh, occupation of Jerusalem in their minds, and it's how they feel. And uh, um, Hamas has even brought that conflict over all Temple Mount. They call it al Aska Mount now, and they're referring to all of Jerusalem as al Aska because, they, they, you know, they claim they have territory, um, historical uh, ownership of that land when they don't. They don't have any right to access that land other than occupying it, okay? Now, back to the lead story here. You have this sign. It's both in Hebrew and English. Um, and I'm speak. I'm quoting you in first person. This morning, in accordance with a request made by Rishon Lezian and Chief Rabbi Rabbi Yitzhak Yosef, to the rabbi of the Western Wall in a holy site, Rabbi Shemel uh, Rabinowitz, the sign was returned to its proper place. Interesting, the rabbi that's over the Western Wall didn't notice that the sign was there and probably didn't have the problem not having the sign there until the chief rabbi rang his, rang his uh, bat phone, his red phone or whatever, and say, hey, we need to do something. Of course, the sign was put, returned to its proper place. Now, the sign is historical, and so are st uh, stupid actions uh, and stupid uh, historical decisions. They're historical, and uh, the, the books, books of history are full of stupid decisions and stupid mistakes that people made over a period of time. But do you ever learn from making mistakes? Okay, so you have the sign restored, and it probably fell off uh, over 30 years. It's been a long time since 1967. So it warns the public, and the public again are Jews, because Christians could care less about, about Halakha, about uh, the Torah, about Moshianic uh, Covenant, uh, the laws of cleanliness, 613 Misvot, and, and etc. Okay? But believe it or not, the main concern of the chief rabbi for the continuance of this sign warning Jews not to go to Temple Mount 
They said it's a serious problem for this current generation who are impure due to contact with corpses um, ascending uh, the Temple Mount. So, listen, I agree with the chief rabbi what he's saying here, okay? We have a serious problem of uncleanness because we don't have a temple on Mount Moriah. We don't have a red heifer uh, uh, to sacrifice in that temple. We do have at least five or more red heifer pure breeding cows right now uh, that we acquired, uh, I think from Texas of all places. They actually have a, a purebred red heifer herd now that they're working in breeding right now, breeding stock for the future. I guess the Mashiach's going to pull the trigger and say, hey, it's time to build a temple. Or he might even say, why you been waiting on me to build a temple? You know, Ezra and Nehemiah, neither Ezra and Nehemiah, um, or Judah of Maccabee waited on the Mashiach to build a temple. You, you can read the stories in Ezra and Nehemiah. You can read those stories, uh, very epic, on how they dealt with the destruction of Jerusalem and the Temple Mount area, but they still cleansed it to a point that could continue animal sacrifices, actually leading up to the time of Mattathias, the father of Judah Maccabee. And yes, it's getting, this is the month of Hanukkah. And to give you a, a tidbit there, history, they, the whole war with the Greeks from Judah Maccabee and his, and his, uh, and his brothers there <clears throat> was over um, winning a battle to get to the Temple Mount, Mount Moriah, to cleanse the temple and, do, and resume animal sacrifices and, of course, light the holy menorah there. So the chief rabbis in 1967, and they've come and gone, they made these arbitrary and capricious decisions that um, we don't know where the holy is. I mean, holy of holies, you know, the Ark of the Covenant is lost forever or whatever. We don't know where that holy, holy place, that center point where Shem once um, descended from Shamaim and interacted with the finite for a brief period of time during the days, namely, in, you know, in the desert of Mishkan, of course, uh, during the time of uh, uh, King David, uh, King Solomon, and, and up to King Hezekiah, at least. And it was the Ark of Covenant which disappeared in the Babylonian conflict. Not to make it more detail. But, you know, the chief rabbi uh, should, he should provide good and accurate uh, and, I would say, logical opinions on this thing. That the Temple Mount, we don't know where the holy is. So I even heard rabbis say, we may, we, may, um, we may accidentally step on where the holy holies were. You read the, the epic uh, book of Isaiah about the Seraphim and the interaction there in the Temple Mount and everything else. Uh, with the temple during that time of King, King Isaiah, um, you can just visualize the holiness of God and not deny that. But just as the rabbis say, Mount Sinai, we don't care about it. We gave it over to the Arabs, we don't care, Egyptians. We don't care about occupying or, or controlling that land because God is not there anymore. Well, uh, what evidence do we have today that God is there anywhere on Temple Mount today? Many archaeologists and many rabbis have come into a group of consensus that Temple Mount is nothing more than a foundational piece, uh, you know, the... Um, of the Antonio Fortress, you know, the 10th Roman Legion there. I mean, you look at Masada, uh, the fortress there built by King Herod the Great, uh, and that same area, we don't know where the temple once stood. I believe it stood on, on top, literally, of the Gihon Spring, 
uh, pretty much very close to well Aoska Mosque there to the south of that rectangular shape of Temple Mount. But to have a sign there and saying Jews are not allowed to go to Temple Mount because of uncleanness for our generation of people because we're so unclean because we're, we're touching corpses every time we go. Uh, that was a big problem during the time of uh, Judah Maccabee. There were corpses of Jews in the battlefield and stepping on a skull, stepping on a leg bone, whatever. You know, that was a big issue. But you know what happened in Judah Maccabee. I don't have to repeat that. But anyway, the uncleanness is a serious issue. Uh, we have ways to mitigate that. We have a ceremony of Natalat Yadaim, essentially means it's a cleansing uh, ritual. Anytime we go into a Jewish cemetery and uh, leave, before we leave the gate, uh, going out of the cemetery, we ceremonially clean our hands with fresh water, mikvah water, and say the prayer. This is how we deal with that. We also give the daka to deal with issues of uh, cleanliness and uh, something like uh, 100 or more um, uh, 200, uh, probably 200-something uh, misfelt we just simply cannot keep anymore because we're not living in the land of Israel and there's no temple there. We don't have access to the earth because of the status quo policy of the Grand Mufti of Jordan. Now, a lot of leaders, a lot of uh, rabbis in 1967 thought this was critically important to put that sign up there then. You know, Moshe Dayan during that time, um, time of go, go to Meir too in, the, in that era the, in six days a century uh, Israel took back major major pieces of real estate that didn't have in 1948 you know that they took all the Jerusalem they took all the West Bank they took all these areas they had actually full access to all five Jewish holy sites but we only have full access to one Jewish holy site and that's the Western Wall we gave everything up to the Grand Mufti by 1994 with, with a stupid peace deal with Jordan. And when most of the parliament over there in Jordan hates our Jewish guts. Okay? So again, the announcement and warning is forbidden according to Jewish law, I'm sorry, Torah law, that is Halakha, for anyone to enter the area of Temple Mount due to His Holiness. Well, first of all, levies are only ones allowed to interact with the Holy. And very few people know if they're truly Levi or not, if they're descendants of, uh, of uh, Aaron the priest, the chief priest, the Kohen Gadol in the time of Moshe, uh, or descendants of priest Zadok in, in the time of, uh, of King Solomon. We don't know. We have Cohen and Levi today, supposedly they say they are, and the Orthodox shuls, they're the only ones that come and interact with a scroll unless you pay uh, a tribute to the rabbi there, like $100 or whatever, and then you are able to even touch the scroll and unroll it and carry it back and forth to the ark, even if you're not um, a uh, Bine Levi or Bine Cohen or something like that, okay? You know, that's the way it is. Um, I'm wrapping this up. I'm just curious how you think about this. It, to, for me, is incredible irony. It's hypocritical. It's disingenuous to put a stupid sign there it should have been torn down years ago on Western Wall warning Jews not to go to Temple Mount. I know my beloved friend Ari Fuld, and this time he did go, uh, even though he didn't go there a lot because was, that was his concern too. However, Temple Mount again is controlled by the Muslims. They're controlled by the Palestinian administration policy, status quo, with the, uh, with the Grand Mufti, the Grand 
grand imam in Jordan that controls all of this and manages all this. They actually have police that go there and keep Jews from praying. And a Jew can be arrested to this day if they catch you praying on Temple Mount. But it's okay for Arabs to build, Muslims to build, five mosques there. It's okay for Arab children to go uh, crisscross Temple Mount. It's about four, 36 to 40 acres or so, more or less, and pray soccer. Of the, it's so, so, so much discriminatory rules there. You don't have parity here. You have one set of rules that applies, applies to the Muslims. You have one set of rules that applies to observant Orthodox Jews. And we should respect their chief rabbis there. But their, their rulings have to make some sense, right? Yes, they point back to the Torah. He's right and he's wrong, okay? He's right and he's wrong. It essentially is. I, I, I'm a very logical thinking Jew. And uh, I don't like to pick on rabbis. I don't. I sin in myself. I give the DACA to mitigate that sin and the problems and mistakes in my own life. We all have our baggage, right? Um, but I just want to point out here, I expect more of the chief rabbis here. <clears throat> There's so many Jews, including Haredi, my Haredi brothers and sisters there, my Hasidic brothers and sisters there, the Nachmans and other people want to pray on Temple Mount and they have that right. There's 14.5 million Jews throughout the world in the diaspora that earnestly want to go to Israel at some point in their life. And, and you know, you know, Arabs, Arabs and Muslims have their, their pilgrimage. Uh, they go to Mecca, you know, Ramadan and everything else at that time of year. But what about our pilgrimage to the Jewish holy sites? In Israel, you're liable to have a stone thrown at your head. And uh, if you're close to Western well, you're liable to have a Palestinian do the same thing. Uh, in up around 1967, that war, you had Jordanian snipers killing Jews around the Western Wall. And I could go on, but I won't. Anyway, um, Rabbi Arvin Emmett signing out. Lots of love for you. Please share the wealth of knowledge and love and truth to everyone you know. If they don't want to hear it, uh, live that witness of truth, and they'll come right to you with open arms. Right? Uh, listen, I'm a lighthouse on the hill. I will not be hid. I, I am uh, I'm not politically correct, and I'm, I'm the big elephant in the room that will never be moved. I am so stubborn to get the truth out to everyone willing to hear it. Check out my videos on YouTube, Word and Board. You send me an email to yarabinemmett at gmail.com. I would just love to be tickled pink if you give me your feedback so I can grow my podcast uh, worldwide, you know, I'm looking for a sponsor right now, and I would appreciate a donation too for my, all my time and energy and devotion uh, spent on this on these projects. Listen, I love you. God bless you. We're full of shalima for anyone that's sick. And, you know, happy holidays. Hanukkah. You know, uh, Christians are celebrating their own view of the Festival of Lights. We created the Festival of Lights. I want everyone to have a safe and wonderful holiday and a wonderful new year coming coming up. Uh, at least on the Gregorian calendar. Take care. Signing out.